Welcome to today's episode of Jump Starting the Journey of Purpose Part 3. It is a narration of the Jump Starting the Journey of Purpose special report written by Josephine Gaudier. Jump Starting the Journey of Purpose Part 3 The Life Transition By Josephine Gaudier Introduction How did I get here? I don't even know where here is. I only know that I don't understand what's going on. These are some thoughts that fly off your mind when you have entered a season of transition unceremoniously. You don't even know when you got in. Now you're in, and you are afraid because you don't know what to do or expect. I wish it would go away is a regular thought that crosses your mind when you encounter the discomfort of the season, and have no clue what's going on. A season of transition is challenging, uncomfortable, and often misunderstood. But guess what? Here is where success is born, leaders are born, and miracles are birthed. In part 2 of Jump Starting the Journey of Purpose, I mentioned that bridging the purpose gap is a life transition. This is because your action steps will lead to a different life, where you have new and empowering beliefs, a new way of doing life, and a different worldview. This process usually occurs during a season of transition. Transition is a period that marks the end of one season in your life and prepares you for the next. Moving from stagnation to success requires a period of transition. In this period, the changes in you lead to the success that you have always envisioned. Many assume that leaving employment to pursue one's purpose is simply a career transition. It is not. It is a life transition. Failure to make this distinction will cause a lot of chaos in your life, and the frustration could cause you to go back to employment. When you step into your purpose, you are stepping into a whole new world. You experience a life transition, and you should not confuse it with a career transition, which most of the time means moving from one job to another. Confusing a life transition with a career transition will keep you stuck in this season, not understanding what is happening, the lessons you are to learn, or where your focus should be. Cooperating with God during a season of transition will lead to a reduction in frustration, resentment, discouragement, and depression. The Invite into the Season of Transition The invite as I like to call it, is God's way of ushering you into the season of transition. This is how He gets you moving towards your life's purpose. Many times it is the only way for Him to get your attention, especially if you have been drifting along in life, aka living on autopilot. You may have received the invite, and you are not aware. The invite could come disguised as a decision you have made after being sick and tired of how your life has turned out in a particular area. Most of the times, this area is your career. What are some disguises for this invitation? 1. Resigning from your job because of frustration, and finding yourself unemployed for long. 2. Your company retrenches you, and you cannot find another job. 3. Your boss unexpectedly fires you from your job, and now you are unemployed and confused. Are you wondering why the invite to the season of transition begins with job loss? This is because many people get their identity from their job titles and when they lose their jobs, they feel their lives have no meaning. When you lose your job and feel like life has no meaning, you desperately search for what will give meaning to your life. You may hunt for a job for a long time and not get any. In the meantime, you are running out of money and getting desperate, and ready to take on any job. Your plans have failed. You have shattered dreams. You have dashed hopes. Then you remember there is a God who can get you out of the quagmire and guess what, God's got your attention. The work begins. When I resigned from my job in January 2010, I assumed I would get another one within three months. After all, 
I had the work experience and academic qualifications to speak for me. This was my plan, but it failed. After a couple of months, I got very anxious because my job searching efforts were bearing no fruit. I had talked to all the right people in the right places and all had nothing to offer me. When there was no job forthcoming, I turned my head towards heaven and demanded an answer from God. I could not understand why God was not opening the door to a job, yet I was his child. Could he not see my desperate situation? I thought to myself. The answer came. This was the answer. Hosea 2:14. Therefore, I am now going to allure her. I will lead her into the desert and speak to her. I wanted a job. God wanted to speak. Not quite the plan I had in mind. There was a clash of plans and mine would not work out. It was official. I had checked into the wilderness without even knowing it. It lasted for years, and I thought it would never end. Well, after many tantrums, ghost slows, Jesus aside moments, the season ended. I came to find out that it was a time of healing and listening to God speak. I was to sit and listen to what God had to say about my life, receive His healing, and embrace His everlasting love for me. It took a long time for me to know that I had entered a season of transition. By then I had resisted with all I had. Eventually fatigue forced me to sit still, for I was too tired to hunt for a job, do business or anything else. By the time the season was over, I had undergone a major transformation that no job or income could have given me. Why a season of transition? When you want to fulfill your purpose, there are certain significant changes you need to make, and they require a process and time. The process is what I referred to as bridging the purpose gap in the previous report. You cannot immediately move from stagnation to success. You need a period of healing, equipping, sifting, and rearranging so that you will be ready for the success that is coming your way. Preparation for the journey of purpose. Before God can make your purpose clear, you need to clear the mental, emotional, and spiritual clutter that blocks your vision and keeps you stuck. Removal of this clutter prepares you for the journey of purpose. The best thing you can do for yourself in this season is to cooperate with God. This will ensure that the process will be free-flowing with no clogs. The journey will not be easy, but you will have less stress. Emotional Preparation If left unchecked, your emotions can become a stumbling block along your journey of purpose. This is especially true for negative emotions like anger, fear, shame, or anxiety. These emotions act as clutter in your soul because they do not allow you to respond in the right way to circumstances or learn your lessons in any situation. They give you a wrong perspective when you are trying to change your life. Instead of seeing life-changing information positively, you see it as a threat to your security in life, and you reject it. This causes you to avoid taking action, and as a result, your life does not progress. It stagnates. When you don't deal with your negative emotions and their root cause, you respond the same way to life. You keep getting the same unpleasant results. The solution is to remove the emotional clutter first, then learn new things that will help you make progress in life. The origin of emotional clutter is emotional wounds from the past that have remained unhealed in your soul. Recycling negative emotions means you are not growing and cannot respond differently to life's challenges. You keep attracting the same old problems, and this leads to lack of progress. To remove this clutter, go back to the childhood hurts you experienced and deal with them. This releases the negative emotions attached to the hurts. You end up happier and more hopeful in life and become emotionally intelligent. Emotional preparedness is important because it paves the way for you to receive God's purpose for your life without fear and doubt. It equips you to walk in your purpose courageously and follow God's leading. 
you will be more willing to hear God's answers for your life. Many times we pray for jobs, and when the answer doesn't come, we despair and get angry at God. A more healthy response would be to ask God why the answer to prayer is not forthcoming. Negative emotions put a wall between you and God. You struggle to hear His answer to your prayers, especially where the answer is contrary to your expectations. There are certain expectations God has of you as you walk through your purpose journey, and you can't meet them if you are not emotionally stable. It will be beneficial to cooperate with God during this season so that He can take you through emotional healing. This ensures that you are emotionally stable and don't overreact to situations. Spiritual Preparation Spiritual preparation clears clutter that blocks your spiritual vision such that you cannot perceive what God is doing in your life. When this happens, you can't know, understand, or embrace your purpose. You are in spiritual darkness. When you are in darkness, you are prone to spiritual attacks from the devil, deception from those who are spiritually abusive, and manipulation by those who see your spiritual vulnerability. When you are in spiritual darkness, you cannot hold on to God's promises for your life. You get angry at God because He did not give you the things you asked for. During the season of transition, God takes you through the process of spiritual cleansing so that you can walk in faith, and trust Him to lead you to your destiny. The journey of purpose is spiritual, and it requires you to hear and obey God so that you may discern the direction your life is taking. Spiritual preparation involves 1. Surrender You need to surrender the things that you hold on to tightly that leave no room for God in your life. Some of them have kept you stuck in life. You idolize those things you hold on to for example image, money, a job, etc. In this state, you are not in a position to receive from God because you are holding on to these things. 2. Putting your trust in God, not people, possessions, or money. Your security is in God, not your job or money. You may not have the money or resources to do what you need to, but at the right time, God will provide for you. Other things will only give you a false sense of security and, deep down, feelings of insecurity will always plague you. God gives you security through a relationship with Him. He writes His Word in your heart that you may not forget it, and it will be food for your soul. 3. Learning to walk by faith. Faith comes from hearing the Word of God. When God gives you a promise for your life, it will come to pass, although it may not always seem like it in the natural. Keeping in mind that God is not a man that he should lie helps you wait until his promise comes to pass. If you focus on the natural only, you assume God is doing nothing, and you give up on waiting on him. You use your understanding to interpret situations, or get depressed when God doesn't come through or give you a breakthrough. When you walk by faith, you see things from a spiritual perspective and remain hopeful during hard seasons in your life. 4. Deliverance from Generational Patterns, Sins, and Curses God wants to deliver you from the things that have kept you in bondage that you know nothing about. You inherited them from previous generations, and if you don't deal with them now, they will block your progress, and that of generations to come. This will be counterproductive to your legacy. These patterns, sins and curses keep you in bondage because you believe that things will never change. When you are in bondage, your life stagnates because you have chains that are pulling you back when you try to move forward. You cannot move into your purpose because traditions, beliefs, and consequences of the sins of previous generations keep you in bondage. You need to identify the patterns that keep you and others in your family stuck so that you may experience freedom and the abundant life that Jesus came to offer you. 5. Using religious acts as a substitute for a relationship with God. Religious acts are not a substitute for a relationship with God. 
God wants to teach you how to have a genuine relationship with Him. For you to obey God and step into the purpose He has for you, get to know what He wants, thinks, cares about, or values. You also need to let Him know what you think, feel, fear, and allow Him to comfort, encourage, and protect you. A relationship involves communication so that each party understands the other, and does what it takes to keep the relationship healthy. Your relationship with God is no different. In this way, you get to know His will for your life, and you will readily align to it. Mental Preparation The benefit of mental preparation is to have supportive thinking patterns, an increase in discernment, being present mentally, and enhanced clarity in perception. It entails removing clutter from your mind so that you can have the clarity needed to decide faster and get rid of worry and anxiety. You can make wise decisions and informed choices. Removing mental clutter allows you to put in new information into your mind. Mental preparation helps you discern the information you need now and discard the one you don't need. It eliminates mental fatigue caused by information overload. Mental preparation happens through a renewing of the mind. When your mind is renewed, you stop conforming to the patterns of this world. You recognize that your journey in life is unique, and you don't conform to the standards of the world. The uniqueness of your success journey becomes clear and you stop comparing yourself to others. You stop wanting what others have because you have identified that it may not be the best for you, or it may not be what you need. You stop following the generic scripts of success that the world subscribes to, and you follow your own path. This will guarantee success with fulfillment. You are happy with the success you achieve because it will have meaning in your life. As you work on changing how you think about life, you experience a mental shift. You not only change your thoughts, but your beliefs, too. Your beliefs are the ones that drive your thoughts. Your unhealed emotional wounds lead to false beliefs that keep you in bondage. Emotional healing largely contributes to your mental health. When you change your beliefs, you see the world differently, and what looks impossible suddenly becomes possible. When you shift your thinking, you see the bigger picture of your life, and this helps you to realign your priorities. It becomes easy for you to prioritize your goals. You can then realign priorities. You understand why God does some things in your life in a particular season and you are okay with it, at least most of the time. This enables you to cooperate with God as He works on you. This leads to answered prayer and breakthroughs. If I had a definition of breakthrough it would be allowing God to bring things into your life when you are ready for them. Why does a season of transition resemble the wilderness? The wilderness is a place that is very hostile and inhabitable. Water is scarce and quenching your thirst seems like a pipe dream. There is hardly a shade to hide under when the sun gets too hot. There are wild animals that prey on every living creature, and the place is dry and deserted. Survival is for the fittest and there is no one to lend a helping hand, and death seems nearby. The season of transition is like a wilderness. It seems hostile, with obstacles that look insurmountable. There are mountains that don't move no matter how hard you pray and everything that gave you security becomes irrelevant. It is a time when the advice of others doesn't seem to work. Standard procedure doesn't apply anymore. It seems like life is not moving and there is no light at the end of the tunnel. It is a dark time and clarity seems like a luxury. The reason this season feels like the wilderness is that your life is in overhaul mode. Everything, as you know it is being turned upside down. God has to enter every part of your life and remove whatever hinders your progress. This is to create room for what needs to be there. You feel like the season is hostile, but this is because you are trying to hold on to the things that are keeping you stuck. Yet, they really need to get out of your life, and God sometimes has to tear them out of your hands. 
this resistance creates unpleasant results that are accompanied by pain. God may allow some situations in your life to help you with the letting go process. Broken promises, betrayal and unfair treatment, loss of close friendships or money, just to name a few. Remembering there is a lesson to learn in every situation will help you recover and grow from the experience. This is how you learn when you have not been paying attention to warning signs, or you have been ignoring your intuition. Eventually, you get wiser and stronger. What happens in transition? The season of transition resembles the wilderness, and actually has a noble purpose. It is not God's way of punishing you, as it may feel, but a time of Him getting you back on track before it is too late. There is a lot that needs to happen in the wilderness and understanding this will help you go through transition without throwing tantrums or resisting the season. You have heard it said before that whatever you resist persists. The last thing you want is to be stuck in a season like this. Below are some things that happen in transition. 1. Rearranging. This includes changing the order in which you have placed your priorities, goals, and plans. God can see your entire life, and knows which order is in your best interests. Your current order may lead to disastrous or less than desired results, and this will cause you great disappointment and lack of fulfillment. You do not know the coming attractions in your life, but God does. He stops you from making costly mistakes by rearranging stuff in your life. Let go of things that are not beneficial to you in the future. Holding on to them causes you pain and you need to let them go. Because God sees what's ahead in your life and you don't, trust Him to reorder your plans. 2. Equipping. God uses this season to equip you for success. There are certain character traits you need to develop in order to be successful in life. These include endurance, tenacity, perseverance, emotional intelligence, and discernment. The way to develop these traits is to go through certain situations which are unpleasant. The discomfort of these situations pushes you to look for new ways to respond to life. Instead of crying out to God to take the situation away, Take a step back and ask God what He wants you to learn from this situation. The lesson will always come out. When you resist the situation, hoping it will go away, you end up being stuck there longer and your life stagnates. If your prayers don't seem to be answered, ask God if there is a specific reason why you have not received the answer. Many times you find you were asking with the wrong motives or you were not ready for the thing you were asking God. Ask God to purify your motives so you can pray for the right things in the right way. 3. Correction. The things that have caused you to stagnate in life are the wrong things that have always seemed right to you. You know some of them are wrong, yet you keep doing them. This is keeping you stuck, although you may not know it. God has to remind you to get them out of your life. In this season, He lets you know what they are. Correction means that you have to let go of certain things in this season. 4. Healing. In order for you to stop doing some destructive things in your life, you need to heal from your emotional wounds. Healing helps you let go of the negative emotions that you display to others, and removes the pain of past injustices. When you heal, you are better placed to learn and hear from God. Healing is not exciting because you have to get into spaces that caused you the pain that is keeping you stuck. Allow God into those spaces so that He can show you the truth and how to move forward. You need to be emotionally, spiritually and mentally healthy to start your journey of purpose. It is important to note that not all the healing you need will take place in this season. God jumpstarts your healing and takes care of certain layers of pain that totally keep you stuck. Emotional healing precedes a mental shift. 5. Adjusting. Sometimes the way we see things keeps us stuck. We see no other way forward. 
We don't spot opportunities for growth or advancement or a way out of situations that seem hopeless, and we end up feeling helpless and become pessimistic. You resign to your fate and never bother to take any kind of action to get you out of difficult situations. Success looks impossible and you imagine you will never rise above where you are at the moment. What you need is a change of perception. Your sight needs adjusting so that you can see things differently. When your perception changes, you see a way out of troubling situations. During this time, your taste for different things changes. With this change, you can tell what your actual needs are and articulate them in prayer. You are more likely to receive breakthroughs because you will be more in tune with what God desires for your life. 6. Pruning. According to John 15 2, God cuts off every branch in you that bears no fruit and the ones that bear fruit he prunes so that they will be more fruitful. Pruning is not a pretty process and feels like punishment. Through the various painful experiences you encounter, God is ridding you of things that you have embraced as part of you, but are preventing you from being successful in life. Some things that are pruned in your life include codependency, learned helplessness, self-induced limitations, blind faith, and living on autopilot. These things prevent you from having genuine faith in God and achieving your goals and dreams. It will be beneficial for you to research on the above list so that you understand the concepts more clearly. 7. Sifting. Sifting is a process that separates the good from the bad in your life. Sifting separates the things that need to remain in your life and those that need to go. These things coexist in your life and need to be separated. God sifts many things like friendships that slow you down and are not a good support system. Take it as God's help in the sifting process. Sometimes, those who have to leave your life are not bad, their time in your life is up. Let go, threats to your success in the season of transition. Navigating the season of transition is difficult, yet there are things that complicate the process and hold you back. They become insurmountable obstacles that leave you feeling overwhelmed and helpless. It is important to watch out for them. Knowing that these threats exist will help you push through until you get to the other side, a new level in life. Failure to recognize them will make you believe something strange is happening, and you end up complicating the process with bad choices. Desperation. It is natural to get desperate when things don't go your way and you need a solution fast. It is your first reaction when you find yourself in a difficult situation and you would do anything to get out. That is the problem, you would do anything to get out. Desperation leads you to move forward blindly without thinking about the consequences. It is like a veil that covers your mind and you don't see your way clearly. You are likely to make another mistake while trying to sort one out, employ the wrong solution to a problem, or fall into a trap that will be hard to get out of. You end up compounding the problem. It can keep you digging deeper into a hole while you are trying to get out. To keep desperation at bay, trust that God is working things out on your behalf, although you cannot see it. Hold on to God's promises so that you will be less fearful because fear fuels desperation. Learn how to confront your fears, knowing that a lot of the things you fear will not take place. Talk of wasted energy. Hopelessness. This can be a horrible place. When you feel hopeless, even your mind shuts down and does not look for solutions. It's easy to assume that things will never change because you cannot see a way out. A situation may persist in your life and you see no end to it and assume it will never change. When you're hopeless, you get stuck and give up on life altogether. This is likely to bring on depression, despair and discouragement, and this trio is likely to paralyze you for a long time. The cure for hopelessness is hope. Hope comes from paying attention to what God is speaking to your heart regarding your life and your situation. 
Believing God's promises for your situation will give you hope and you will see a way out. Declare beforehand that you will find a solution to every problem you have and it will be a surprise when a way out shows up. Multiple Voices In the wilderness, there is the tendency to feel lost because you find yourself in unfamiliar territory. You don't have a clue what your life has become or what action to take. When you seek the advice of others with this lost mindset, it is only natural for them to give you loads of advice, hoping that it will give you direction. Sometimes, the advice is unsolicited because others sense your loss of direction. However, with time, this leads to information overload and further loss of direction. While in transition, regular advice does not cut it. Remember the reason you are in this season is to follow your unique path in life and regular advice may not apply. The season of transition exists to wean you of patterns of the world so you can adopt God's standards for living. It is definitely wise to seek the advice of others, however, you need to go to God first and allow Him to speak into your heart. You need to block out voices that are causing you confusion to make room for God's voice. A lot of times, God's direction will not line up with what others are telling you, why? Because He is protecting you from regular advice or generic scripts you have received all your life that have caused you to remain stuck in life. Blocking other voices may mean cutting off some of them from your life, keeping a low profile and cutting back on your social life for a while to hear God clearly. This always leads to positive results. Vulnerability Being vulnerable means that you are likely to experience emotional or physical attacks. In this season, you are prone to attacks from the devil and others who want to capitalize on your vulnerability. When you let go of some things in your life, you experience a sense of loss, and this could lead to sorrow and grief depending on the importance of these things to you. This could leave you in a position of being easily taken advantage of emotionally by others who want to capitalize on your loss. When your season takes much longer than you expected, it is easy to believe the enemy's words. Your protection against this is to pray for yourself, that God will protect you from the plans and schemes of the enemy and from those that may not have honorable intentions towards you. Pray that you will not give in to the temptation to go back to destructive patterns, even in moments of vulnerability. Deception Deception can lead you to hopelessness and loss of faith. Deception comes from the devil, others, and your faulty thinking. The devil makes you believe God will not keep his promises to you because your life looks the opposite of what God said. Because you are tired of waiting for God, you believe he is not helping you and you lose faith in him and get angry at him. Then there are those who offer to help you out of your situation but only have their selfish interests at heart. Because you are already desperate, it is hard to point out the deception until it is too late. You could also deceive yourself by believing that there are things you don't deserve in life because you have sinned too much. Fatigue. This comes from spiritual warfare, opposition from others, as well as situations that are draining. Fatigue can lead you to believe that your situation will not change and can make you give up on life. You give up on your dreams or taking further action to get out of a difficult situation. When you quit, you end up being stuck in transition. You are tired of looking for a way out. You are tired of praying and fasting and seeing no results. You are tired and cannot think anymore. You are tired of trying to resolve situations that are draining you, and you eventually lose the desire to try anymore. You end up feeling helpless, indulging in self-pity and you enter a state of apathy. If you don't take remedial action, your life will not change and may actually get worse. Give yourself a free day where you don't think about your problems or situations and give your mind a break. Watch one of your favorite movies, listen to some worship music or music that normally suits your soul, 
spend an afternoon with a friend talking and laughing or do an activity that is fun for you. This relaxes and refreshes your mind and even gives you a fresh perspective in life. Allow God to encourage and comfort you and speak words of direction to you. By the next day, you will feel more energetic. Sometimes your mind just needs a break from all the internal chatter so that you can see things clearly. Take a day off after a praying and fasting session. Spiritual warfare drains you, although you may not notice this during the fast. It is the day after the fast that you realize how tired you are mentally, emotionally, and physically. There is nothing wrong with you. Sleep longer if you can afford to. You will wake up rejuvenated. Self-condemnation When faced with the consequences of some of your poor choices in the past, it is very easy to condemn yourself each time you remember them or someone reminds you. When you have to bear the consequences and they complicate your life, you get trapped in a cycle of self-condemnation and this fuels a kind of pain that never goes away, no matter how hard you pray. You cry easily and become very sensitive, even to positive criticism. You feel like a failure, and are full of shame. The way out is to forgive yourself and understand that when you seek God's forgiveness, He forgives you and forgets about the sin. When God forgives you, don't punish yourself for that sin or allow others to do so. Allow God to heal your heart so that you can move on with life and make better choices. When you don't forgive yourself, you are more likely to make the poor choice again. Keep in mind that failing at something does not make you a failure. Your self-worth does not go down just because you made a poor choice. You are still worthy. How to emerge successfully from the season of transition. In order to come out of the season of transition in one piece, you need to have a strategy that works. This is where paying attention to what God is speaking to you about goes a long way. Coming out of this season successfully requires that you know what to expect and how to deal with it. This gives you psychological preparation, which leads to a reduction of anxiety, anger, bitterness and a host of other feelings and attitudes which are likely to keep you stuck. The following strategies will help you be successful in mastering the wilderness and coming out alive. 1. Understanding God's Promises Holding on to God's promises in this season is the key strength for anyone who wants to survive the wilderness experience. This requires keeping the promises at the fore of your mind so that you turn to them when need be. To apply these promises correctly, you need to understand and correctly interpret the promise. This comes as a revelation from God. Failure to understand God's promises for your life may lead you to expect God to act in a certain way, and when He does not, you get angry and lose your faith. Where you do not understand a promise, ask God for clarity and understanding. Inquire whether there is any action He requires from you. Memorize the promise and apply it to your situation or declare it as an affirmation. It keeps hope alive. 2. Surrender. For God to lead you to your purpose, you need to surrender some things to Him, whether voluntarily or upon request from Him. Holding on to these things hinders your ability to receive God's blessings in your life or know your purpose clearly. They act as obstacles on the journey of purpose. They include, a job you hate but has extraordinary perks, a dead-end relationship with good payoffs, a habit you have held dear for over two decades, etc. For you to walk in your purpose, you need to have more room in your life for God, and the only way to do that is to let go of some things. God always replaces them with better ones when the time is right. Surrender equips you with the ability to make your purpose a priority by being ready to give up everything that may stand in the way of you fulfilling it. 3. Courage. To move from stagnation to success, you need to be courageous enough to make bold steps. Sometimes, taking drastic action is the only way out of the wilderness.
As you do this, you become more fearless, and you are not as discouraged by negative circumstances as before. You more easily rise above your challenges. As you take more bold steps, you prepare yourself to handle bigger responsibilities. Situations that used to trouble you a lot now become a walk in the park. Developing courage is a process. As you take more risks and confront your worst fears, you become more courageous. The journey of purpose needs a healthy dose of courage considering it is a journey you take by faith. 4. Perseverance. Some situations you go through in transition are painful and you have to go through them without giving up or falling apart. The only way out is to go through them and persevere. Going through certain situations will build your character and strengthen you. Wishing these situations away will be counterproductive. This is where God's promises come in handy to comfort, encourage, and give you hope and the will to keep going. Things may not happen as fast as you would like, and you have to wait. 5. Take the step that is in front of you. Sometimes God tests our ability to trust Him by only showing us the step we need to take, nothing more. It can frustrate you when you are waiting for God to roll out the entire blueprint before you make a move. This definitely doesn't increase your faith or trust in God. Developing your trust in God removes frustration. Sometimes, seeing all the steps will be overwhelming and distracting. You could actually get stuck worrying about the challenge you have spotted on step 10 and never take step 1. What will your transformation look like? By the time the season of transition is over, you will have undergone a change. A time of transition prepares you for the journey ahead and the success coming your way. By cooperating with God in this season, you will bear fruit that you will be happy to see. Some of this fruit includes Becoming more intuitive. This helps you know the right action to take in a situation, even though there may be no logical explanation for it. You get answers to challenges by simply being quiet and listening to your intuition. Sometimes, as you step out of the situation and focus on other things, the answer comes suddenly. Intuition will save you from wrong turns in your life. Knowing how God speaks to you. You become in tune with how God gets messages across to you. For example, you may be in a difficult situation and refusing to deal with it, and instead watch a movie. Somewhere in the middle of the movie, the issue comes up. Seeing it in the movie gives you a clear perspective about it and you are better placed to resolve it. A repeated answer to prayer helps you pay attention to what God is asking you to do. Lack of an answer to prayer could mean that you are asking with a wrong motive or you have to wait for the answer. Knowing when you are going in the wrong direction. If you experience great restlessness when moving in a particular direction, then you are moving in the wrong direction. Lacking peace when moving in a certain direction should be your cue to take a step back and find out what the issue is. Knowing when you are going in the right direction. You have total peace and a confirmation from God lets you know you are moving in the right direction and you should continue to take action steps. Discerning the intentions of others. You have an inner knowing that lets you know that someone does not have good intentions towards you, even if you cannot put a finger on it. Praying about it reveals the truth about the person's intentions. Knowing when a season in your life has ended or a person's presence in your life is up. The feeling of moving on is very strong and you can't explain it to others. Readily surrender to what is not working in your life. You more easily let go of what is not working and trust that the right solution will present itself. You are no longer willing to waste energy trying to figure things out when it is not worth it. The right answer usually comes just when you surrender the desperate need to have a particular thing in your life. Accepting that you are not ready for some things that you want. You may want something, for example to get married, attend a course, etc., 
but you don't get what you want. Instead of getting angry, you feel a sense of peace and a knowing that you are not ready for what you want, and are willing wait for the right time. Praying with correct motives. You start by letting God know your truth about the situation you are facing and what you want to see happen. God will either correct you or let you know you can take the action you wanted. Where you approach God with your truth, you readily accept His answer as the best one for your life. Vision. You clearly see where your life is going and identify the forums that advance your purpose and are in line with your vision. You decline offers for partnerships, avoid certain assignments or people, and know which activities to take part in or avoid. Conclusion. Wow. That has been an entire load of information in the last three reports that focus on jump-starting the journey of purpose. I trust you are more encouraged to take the leap of faith and allow God to lead you to your life's purpose. It is an exciting journey because the result is finding work that you love and a fulfilling life. You will feel more in charge of your life and can't wait for each day to unfold so that you can unleash your creativity. There is nothing as satisfying as using your gifts to serve the world. It is such an amazing feeling when you see the transformation of others because of your influence in their lives. Jumpstarting the Journey of Purpose Special Report Trilogy is a series of reports that enlighten you on this unique path you are taking towards your purpose so that you can transition from stagnation to success. As you work towards bridging the purpose gap, life will be brighter, you will have many possibilities, breakthroughs will be frequent, not to mention that your level of joy and peace will increase. These three reports give you a good place to start as you lay the groundwork and prepare to be all that God created you to be and reach your full potential. About the author Josephine Gaudier is a digital content writer and strategist. She works with Christian ministers and business owners to plan, develop, and manage digital content for them. She develops digital content for their websites, blogs, and other channels. Josephine mostly works with new authors, business startups, and small businesses. If you would like to jumpstart your journey of purpose, please register for the Purpose eCourse. It is a course that guides you as you seek God to know your purpose. Josephine's ebook titled Life Purpose, A Beginner's Guide will give you helpful insights on fulfilling your purpose. Josephine can also help you create content for your blog or website, for example, blog posts, white papers, special reports, how to guides, among others. She can convert your ebook to audio or create social media graphics using quotes from your book. Josephine will help you develop a digital content strategy for your business or book. For more information, please get in touch with Josephine on plus 254-722-970194 Josephine at theurbanchristian.co.ke. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want to jumpstart your journey of purpose, please register for the Purpose eCourse at thepurposeschool.thinkific.com. For free resources, visit theurbanchristian.co.ke. Thank you.